0: We've got WrestleMania predictions and more on this next episode of Breaking Ring Rust. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Ring Rust, a pro wrestling podcast by Geek Nation. I am your host, Rocky Mr. Magic, and I want to say thank you, one and all, who have stuck by Breaking Ring Rust for the past year uh, that we've been on an unexpected hiatus. Life has been lifing uh, for your boy, Rocky Mr. Magic, and my co-host, the cold heart, JT, who unfortunately is not here with me this episode, but uh, we are back recording episodes and joining me uh, today is a a young man from uh, my local area, Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. Uh, He's a young talent in the business and we're going to have a really fun conversation with him. Uh, So introducing Michael Z. Mike, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate the introduction looking forward to this conversation
0: absolutely absolutely but before before we go too far um, into the conversation here part uh, why don't you just share with everyone how they can find you on the internet should they want to see you know clips or uh, or full matches you know from you um if they want to you know reach out for you you know in any, any way follow you how can they find you online
1: you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook. I got a Twitter. It's at um, Michael Z, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-Z-E-E. You'll be able to follow all my stuff there, follow my progress to this wrestling journey on all of that stuff.
0: Fantastic. Awesome. So that's Instagram, Facebook, y'all, Michael Z, Z, a Z double E. Michael Z. Definitely check him out. Yes, all sir. right. So we're going to start off with some quick hits. You know, just to just to warm things up before we get into, you know, your story and such. So um, first, first quick hit for you, if you could have any song for your entrance music, what song would it be?
1: This one's an easy one. Any song?
0: I would any have song? The
1: Bad, any song? Batman Beyond theme song. OK. That, that music is
0: Fantastic! I listen to it at the gym. It always gets me pumped up. That would be the song. That that song slaps. That that, that is dope. Okay, I dig it. I dig it. That unexpected, but that's a sure dope answer. Anger. Absolutely.
1: Sure
0: okay. Okay. Now now I feel like talking, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> might might have to have you uh, have you back on one of our. One of our other our our main show talking some you know some comic stuff. I love to. Number question number two of quick hits. To you, your opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. Who is the goat? I'd have to now. This is this is a tough question because you you there's so many factors to consider: ratings, being the top guy for how long, merchandise, all of that stuff. Yeah. But if I had to say one person, I'm gonna give it to the Rock. Okay, gonna give it to the Rock. He's not personally one of my favorites, but if I'm looking at everything all around, I'm giving it to the Rock.
0: Okay, give it to the Rock. All right. I mean that, that's that's not a bad answer. There's a lot of people who are who are gonna echo that sentiment. Okay, and it's hard. And it's hard to argue. I mean, they has got a, a whole TV show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean.
0: <laughs> I, how do you argue that? Okay, here, here's, a, here's a question I'm definitely very interested in. What is your favorite finisher?
1: That one is going to have to be the jackhammer.
0: The jackhammer? Okay. The
1: jackhammer. It just, you lift them up and you just twist, slam them down. It's, it always gets me excited. Love the jackhammer.
0: I, it, it's an impressive move. You, you, you hold the vertical yeah. suplex and then you know, the power slam them down. Yeah. And it's something,
1: something I can't do to everybody. So I, <laughs> I, 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 a little jealous. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it, it's a power move and, you know, to be able to, I mean, I've never been a Goldberg fan, but him having the strength to be able to get, you know, so many of those guys up into the jackhammer, him being able to get, you know, Paul White up into the jackhammer, him being able to get, um, Ron Reese, who was a legit 7'4", up into the jackhammer. Um, some really big guys he got up there. Very impressive. Okay. Last quick hit question. If you could join any stable in history, which do you join?
1: I'm going to join Evolution. Okay. Those were the guys.
0: Any, any any particular reason why evolution?
1: They all are the the guys. There's like Randy Batista, Triple H, Brick Flair. They're they're such a talented group of people, mm-hmm. and all of them. It never felt like one was above the other or below the other, or like these guys are like the guys and these guys aren't. They're all just.
0: Amazing! All Hall of Famers, all love to be in there. Would love to. Okay, and that—that's that group was, you know, I'm, I mean their, their end success. You, you're 100 right. Like everybody, multiple time world champion. You know, when, when, now for for me being being a bit older, it was like here's a new version of the, of the four horsemen. In in many ways it was, but obviously with Triple H as the leader and, and sort of you know and Flair as the seasoned you know vet advisor, but Ev- Evolution was you know a very formidable stable. Like you look at the accomplishments that that they had just as a stable, and it's like, wow! Like they did, they did a lot. They definitely yeah, did right. a lot. And if you're in the evolution, they're making, they're doing something with you. They're making something with you. You're not getting lost in the shuffle, like if you join the NWL, where you're, you know, you, you could be one of 800 nobodies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Number 457 over there. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Cool. Cool. Now now that we got you got Michael warmed up here a little bit, the first major question, Michael, is. Tell me how you how did you fall in love with wrestling? Like what got you into to wrestling?
1: See, I can't remember a time in my life where mm-hmm. I didn't watch wrestling. It was my my older brothers loved it, my cousins loved it. So from jump, it was always around, even probably before I can understand exactly what I was looking at. Right. It was there. Like a lot of people have that like first wrestling moment. Mm-hmm. Um a, a good buddy of mine, Hafiz, who also wrestles down at the Monster Factory. He he likes asking people that question. And I'm I I can think of one, but honestly there's probably one before that where that would really like be the actual first wrestling moment. But I just I I, I have this memory of like seeing SmackDown and like the, the blue ropes and like the silver apron and just wondering like, oh what is this? but I could have just made that up in my head. It could just be, it could just be something I just made up in my head that happened. But yeah, it's just always been around. So was, was
0: there a moment where it clicked for you? Like, Hey, you know what? I really, really liked this. I'm going to make an effort to watch this, an effort to, to be a fan.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't tell you exactly what it was. That was like, yes, I'm, I'm, I really like this. I'm going to watch this. Cause I just always remember watching, it. I always remember remember. like keeping up Mm -hmm. always watching the DVDs and and seeing all this other stuff, but yeah, definitely. Okay. So being
0: that you mentioned, you know, your, you had older siblings that were watching and such who, you know, kind of who were your favorites as you were coming up?
1: Big John Cena guy. Oh and I think man. Oh, I,
0: John Cena. Okay, that, <laughs> I you I can't be mad. I can't be mad.
1: You're
0: <laughs> you're you're of the age range that that loves John Cena. I can't be mad at. Yeah,
1: that. yeah. Big big Cena guy. Um, really really liked Batista. Really liked Booker T. Growing up. Okay. Yes, I I have distinct memories of King Booker coming out there with the pinky, doing all that, and his music. Uh, not not the
0: King Booker one, but like you know the the, Har- the Harlem Heat, yeah, exactly. Harlem Heat music, yeah, another banger. Dope. Those
1: come coming up, I'd say those those guys. Okay, Definitely. that
0: that's that's dope. Those those, those are, you know, I, I I like them all except for you know <laughs> I should say. I've um, <laughs> seen a Cena guy. No, I'm not I'm not a a guy. Um I, In Batista, I've never even I was never even big on Batista's gimmick but i just there was there was times where like like during the near the kind of the end of his run i was just like uh you're a little stale dave like give me give me give me something but peak, peak batista mm-hmm. you know the intensity and on one thing even though i had ups and downs with him to do batista had one of the dopest entrances um and his music was yeah. fire like i get hyped watch you like people were like oh you're a big batista fan i'm like no i just love his entrance <laughs> just like, i just love the entrance you I love the music. you know i love the squad in the uh, like that that yeah that's that's freaking dope great i love that uh and i i was i identify with that level of intensity uh as a former athlete um basketball football baseball um and, I, I, free, you know, amateur wrestling freestyle wrestling uh, I identify with that level of intensity. So, like, when he did that, I was like, that's the type. That's what I'm talking about. That's how hype I want to see people mm-hmm. get. Got great, great picks there. And Booker T. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Booker T post-wrestling because I be see, well, I listen to his podcast sometimes, and he be having some takes where I'm like, man, Booker, shut up. Um, <laughs> but I can't take away from, the, you know, the man's career, what he did in WCW what he did for the wwe what he did in tna um you know booker t's booker t's right now i mean he's he's the greatest black wrestler in history like i I, you know i gotta take my hat off to the guy and what he's doing with reality wrestling um which is you know an excellent school uh he's you know had the usos trained there and um for a little bit and uh what's her name Uh, I forget, I'm drawing a blank, but uh, you know, a lot of people, yes, Ember Moon, yes, I wanted to call her by her real name, but yeah, Ember Moon was out of there, Uh you know, a lot of really good talented people have come out of uh, reality wrestling, so, you know, hats off to Booker T, he is a fantastic, fantastic pick, Well, speaking of training, I mean, you're, you're 20 years old, how, like, when did you decide, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to pay somebody or well, most wrestling schools charge about $3,000. So what, what did it say? Hey, I'm going to give somebody $3,000 to throw, to get me into this ring, beat me up, make me run, make me bounce <laughs> off these ropes. Uh, I mean, I, I went to Kim, I remember, you know, make, make, me do all these, you know, all these kickouts, all these pushups, all these, you know, um, all these taking all these flat back bumps, um, just beat me up for for hours and, and give them money and then come back and do it again. Like,
1: <laughs> well, when you put it like that, you make me sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's,
0: that's because those those of us who had any vested interest in getting into the business, tasted any part of it. You have to be a bit touched to 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 love the business that way. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I definitely do, definitely do um this I can give you an exact memory of like yes I'm gonna do this I'm gonna go somewhere and and gonna get this done okay everyone always gets that question of like hey what do you want to do when you grow up and like never knew the answer could never tell anybody could never really like I never had anything in my head and like I would always think like oh that wrestling stuff would be cool but mm-hmm. like I never thought like I'm like oh but that's like Undertaker like John Cena these are stars These are superheroes right. exactly I, I couldn't do that little old me what am i gonna do so at some point probably around like 11 i was like oh i can i can be a referee i can do that i can i can count to three i can count people out i maybe i can do that and then and then this one day I'm i'm in this room with my younger brother and we're just we're you know you're a kid you're just having like a match doing whatever yeah and i'm really trying to I'm trying to like plan it out. Like, I know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm some, like, I, like, oh, I know how this goes. They plan it out and do all this. And then, so we do it and I'm having fun. And then I have this, this, this toy championship and I'm just looking at it and I'm like, you know, I can do this. There's, there's no reason I can't do this. And then, like, in that moment, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'll, I'll figure, somehow I'll go somewhere and I'll, I'm going to get it done. So that's, that was that moment for me.
0: Awesome. 11 years old, 11 years old. I think I was still, um, yeah, I was still going crazy. Um, Cause when I was 11 years old, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking I could be, I was still dreaming the NBA, but I was still trying to, you know, DDT my friends. And, um, you know, I was trying to land, uh, you know, that sweet chin music on somebody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you get it. You get
0: it. All oh, true you don't know, trust me. I mean, when I was um, when I was eighteen, um, my NBA career, my NBA dreams were over because I I stopped growing. I was six foot, and everyone for my whole life said I was going to be tall and shoot up and shoot up. Yo, oh, this boy's going to be six five, six six. He's going to be huge because uh, I have really big hands and really big feet. And uh, the, that that growth spurt that the doctors kept saying was going to come never came. And I was a I was a multi star athlete you know between f- basketball football um i had wrestled from age 4 to about age 12 so um and i had done brazilian jiu jitsu afterwards so i was very familiar with grappling um and my mom um she she practices judo so i've been i've been grappling my entire life so being a fan of wrestling i was like well i know how to wrestle I know the, I have the athleticism being about, ba- you know, being a basketball player, uh, I've got the athleticism to be able to, to go around the ring. Um, I had very, you know, um, you know, I had worked a few backyard matches cause see for me growing up as a teenager in the nineties, uh, you know, the late nineties as a teenager, that was the height of backyard wrestling. Um, so like I had worked a few backyard matches and, um, you know, I had been, I, I knew, you know, so I knew the business was a work, but I, but I, I, I so I got it. And, you know, I like became a smarter Mark. Um, I really started studying how, you know, people were executing their moves. You know, you know, to to keep people safe, um, and I really, really had started working on. Because Shawn Michaels is my guy; that's my goat. Um, I really, really perfected that that super kick. Um, especially because of my shoe size, like that was gonna be my thing. Like, you, I hit you with the super kick. You're not getting up, you know, because I, because I, I wear I wear a size 18 shoe. So if I hit you with the super kick, you're not getting up. It's one thing if you know, Shawn Michaels and his like size eight hits you, but you know I'm 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 hitting you with the size 18 Jordans to the head. Like you're not getting up. Um, it's a big boot yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you know and it looks a lot prettier than the than the big man big boot you know and being a mid-sized guy i, I could i could do that super kick without having to you know do the big boot style to, to emphasize the size so uh, i said to my um i said to myself you know what after i'm gonna try camp a couple times so i tried camp um but then office of senior decided to move to school to florida so i was like you know, now I'm graduating high school after going to camp a couple of times, and I'm like, "Oh, now I don't have a place to train." Then um, my Quackenbush came to Allentown, and he started Shakar Wrestle Factory before they moved to to Philly. And I went to their open house and met him and met Reckless Youth, and I was really close to giving him my three stacks. Um, <laughs> and 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 I still sometimes kick myself for not giving it a full go um but you know it was it was one of those things where i you know i i wasn't sure um how i was, how I was gonna pan out but i was i was this close to to putting that mm-hmm. that money in and, and trust me i get it. i was I said i mean i after the, after the uh open house he was like hey, you might want you know you want to step in the ring you know bounce off the ropes you know, kind of get a feel for it um i stepped in that you know i walked i walked around that ring like five six times and i was trying to convince myself like am i going to go to college or am i going to do this and i didn't step inside the ropes i knew if i stepped inside those ropes and i bounced off those ropes and i started like let my adrenaline build i I knew i was gonna (laughs) i knew i was signing up before i left i was like no i've got i've got to think this through i've got to be an adult it's like, you know, three thousand dollars is a lot of money for you know for an eighteen year old kid, and you know, and yep. my parent my parents would have been like, "Well, you're gonna have to find yourself a job. You're gonna have to find yourself a department, plus paying that money to them." So it was a big financial decision that um, you know, I ultimately turned down. But I was I was that close. <laughs> I was that close. Yeah, man, it's a
1: it's a it's a big thing, really. Going going to Ed and seeing, seeing a ring for the first time, like really getting close to it. It's it's uh it's a hell of a feeling. It's a hell of a feeling.
0: Absolutely. Uh so speaking of you know training, where are you currently training? Shout out, um, you know, where where you're learning right now.
1: Oh, I always I will always love to shout them out. Um I'm training down in Paulsboro, New Jersey, down at the world famous monster factory. Um great place i'm i'm so happy that i am there the i can't say enough positive things about the coaches danny cage missy samson the the people that i'm around the people the other trainees other students it's um it's a wonderful place and i love being there
0: fantastic shout out to the monster factory in jersey if you're you're in the tri-state area you want a place to train Definitely check them out. Um, being that you live in Lehigh Valley, um I don't know because of your age, I don't know how much of uh wrestling history of the valley you know or don't know. Um, but the valley, you know, used to be a very big hotbed, you know. Obviously, having the Wild Samoan Training Center here, having Chikara star here. There have been a lot of wrestling history happen in the Lehigh Valley. Um, you know, between WWF shows at at Ag Hall, ECW. I mean, I went to many, personally went to many ECW shows at Ag Hall, you know, Raw's at Stabler Arena and, you know, in Bethlehem. Um, And now we've, we've had, um, you know, WWE and AEW events at, uh, you know, at the um, PPL Center, you know, downtown in Allentown. Um, Do you think that being local, to Lehigh Valley you know your your career could potentially help revive the valley as a as a wrestling hotbed like it used to be
1: um it's it would take a lot more than, than than just me for that to um to happen but i think i think um what what i show and what other people could show is that i think there's still an interest in this area for wrestling and for um people to train and learn. I know um a lot of my friends will come down to the factory for for our shows and watch the shows and enjoy it. And they and it, it's a bit of a drive. It's like an hour 30 or whatever. And they'll go down there and they'll and they'll enjoy. So I I think and like you said all this history with wrestling that has been around here in this area, I think there's still an interest. I think there's still a want for it.
0: Mm-hmm. And then maybe
1: i'm i'm proof of it i think and and honestly when i was in high school i i always knew that the wild Samoans were in allentown and i was like yeah i'll, I'll train there i'll train there like i had planned to go there i had mm-hmm. called i had called i don't know i i'm now now that you say they move i'm really wondering did i call the florida number but i was calling
0: well I, well well um one of them still is running an offshoot of, of the school in Allentown. Okay,
1: so that's but probably who I That's
0: talking. who you probably talked to um, because offa Senior, he moved the school down to Florida, I want to say in, I want to say 99 or, no, no, yeah, no, 99 or 2000. It was right, because um, I think it was like the year before offa Junior graduated from high school is when he moved the school down. But I know um, who was still running it here because they, they have like a small, like, I don't know if it's a basement, something, some of the little small space in East downtown where I still see signs for it. Yes, me um, too. And I'm like, I'm like, is Seek is still running? Like, that doesn't make sense if Seek is running it here by himself. But I mean, um, Beloyed, I don't know why he still lives here in the Valley um you know i bump in i i bump into him because well i I bumped into the whole the whole family uh because i used to go to church with them at um which is now life church used to be called church on the move so like i i I knew them and met them and um from you know from interacting at church so Mm -hmm. um but so i know i know Lloyd's still in the valley um and i know he's still lightly working um but I know he's not running the school. I forget which one is running it, but I don't know of much going on there either. You know, Mm -hmm. I haven't, I haven't, and also it it used to be when W when, when office senior was here and they were running the WXW promotion, there were regular shows happening in Allentown where there hasn't been regular shows running in Allentown in decades now. You know, when he when he left, actually, well, I should say when Quack and Butch left, because Quack was running regular shows at the beginning of Chikara. But let's say at least 15 years it's been since any promotion has been running regular shows, even just local um shows just for the trainees to, to get exposure and people to keep a, a buzz in, 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 in local independent wrestling. There just hasn't been the consistency, which is why I someone like yourself is 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 important obviously i you know i'm not going to (laughs) put lehigh valley future wrestling on your shoulders but someone like yourself is important because if someone wants to promote a local show um you will want to use local talent you will want to you know bank on the history of of wrestling in this valley and say you know Mm -hmm. here's a new here's a new crop you know um you know and you know an announcer would say you know first we had you know Billy Kidman out of, you know, out of Parkland and a new young high fire out of that vein. Here's Michael Z or here's so-and-so, you know, like trying to, to keep that, you know, that spirit, you know, uh, kind of revive because there was so much, and especially for me as a teenager, there was so much wrestling going on here. Um, you know, between the major, uh, promotions that were coming into Allentown, um, and then when ring of honor started, you know, that was just down, you know, down the road in Philly, you know, that wasn't mm-hmm. too far to get to. And, um, just to see how it's changed, it's been like, it's just been disappointing as a fan because you know, there used to be places there used to be, um, you know, Bud Carson's, uh, wrestling store, used to be a hotbed for wrestling fans to go to, to get memorabilia mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, that that's not around anymore. Um, you know, wrestling, and greets used to be things that regularly happened at the Merchant Square Mall. That doesn't happen anymore. And I, I just wonder. And when I when I saw, uh, you know, my you know a mutual friend mentioning you know, on Facebook, I was like, wow, a young kid from the area, trained to be trained to you know working in the business. This is somebody I got to talk to because I, I you know I want to understand where the wrestling, the young wrestling family, young getting into the business, where where their mind is and how. Uh, you know, and, and just how we can, you know, help you. And so, like I said, before we you know, went live, um, uh, I just appreciate your time. Cause I'm a just, I'm a wrestling fan who loves to see, you know, continue growth, especially cause I, I have a love for independent wrestling where most casual fans only care about, you know, the WWE, because that's what they see on TV or their dad talked about rock or Austin or Hogan or, or whatever. Um, but I, being close to people who trained everybody, I, I, I personally have a love for, you know, all levels of of wrestling and, you know, from the, you know, the smallest indie promotion to, you know, to the biggest stage out there.
1: I remember I remember there was a show. There's a park like right. I can walk down mm-hmm. from where I am. And they, and they had, there was an indie show there. They ran a couple times and that was the first wrestling I had ever seen. Well, actually, no, I had been, I'd been to a SummerSlam, but I was like really young. So mm-hmm. I didn't remember it, but that was the first wrestling I'd ever seen live. And you know, like with indie shows, it's different. Cause they're so close to you. You can talk to them. You can take pictures with them. Yeah. And I remember that being um, a really fun time and like really getting a closer look at things. And I remember seeing this one guy's chest just bright red, and he's like, right, he's like two feet, like two feet in front of me. Seeing this bright red chest, and I was like, "Geez, man, it's crazy."
0: Doing, taking them chops, man.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I, those those chops are no joke. I, I I know my some friends of mine who keep saying they want to come on the show, but they never do. Uh, but but they are busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, they keep telling me they're like you know they're like look you should you know you you can you can start it's never too late to start yeah you're yeah you're 40 it's too it's okay it's not too late to start and I'm like bro I ain't taking no chops from nobody like I'm, I'm a grown man there's a certain age where there's a level of abuse that I that you're not going to take anymore And said so when I was in my 18 19 20 21 maybe 25 you could convince me to take that abuse nah not today <laughs> I'm just, nah, they're gonna want me to pay dues and i'm like nah i'm not paying those
1: dues i'm <laughs>
0: good i'm good you know you you know i, I can still cut a good promo if like, look you you want me on the mic i'll 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 put the t-shirt on i'll cut a promo for you um you know i'll I'll run interference you know I'll act like I'm gonna trip somebody but getting in the ring taking a bump I'll even take a bump but I'm not taking them chops that nah, that's nah that's not happening <laughs> <laughs> that is oh. not going down um but you see so you said to I me mean, so you've seen shows um is you know i I haven't seen any maybe it's just they're not advertised well like i haven't seen anything mm-hmm. locally you know in and so and just so long um but if there was a show locally put on um is that is that is it just mainly cuz you, you work Jersey because um that's where you know you're training or do you take do you take bookings you know within your general area
1: i'll take them wherever i i'm i'm in jersey because i'm in the monster factory that's where they are um that's where we run most of our shows down in paulsboro mm-hmm. but i've i've been in delaware down at um one cw i was in a battle royal for them i've i took a trip with with a few of the guys down in north carolina at another show down there um yeah i if there was one here it'd be great because I'd, I'd be I can, I can wake up like, I can wake up at like four o'clock. Oh, call time's five. I'll, I'll see you guys three minutes. <laughs> Just get my coffee. It, I know, I know down in Quakertown, um, it's a little, little out of the area, but they, they do run shows. They run the shows Um, in the Q Mart. Um, I think it's, I think it's every last Saturday of the month. I believe okay. I could be wrong about that. So I know, I know they're down there.
0: Quicker Town is not too far away. And, you know, I heard nah. Sergeant Slaughter is supposed to be making an appearance at the Q Mart this month.
1: It, it's probably for that show.
0: Probably. Okay. But I, I, would, I would love now I, I'm, I'm going to confess, I have thought about trying to run a show in Lehigh Valley, but it's expensive oh. to promote. I mean, I would, I would need 10 stacks just to put the thing on. I would need one stack for the license. And then you got to have enough insurance, you know, to, to, yeah. and, which, which is even a, really a lot of insurance, but you got to have enough insurance um, to satisfy the government. And then you got to pay EMT to be on hand for the show. Mm-hmm. And then you got to pay the venue and then you got to pay the workers and then you got to pay advertising. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I don't I, don't, I don't have it's that type lot. of juice. It's a lot of money to it's put on a the lot. show.
1: It's a lot. And then in, that insurance. And I think, I think part of the reason that there's not as many shows um, around the area or in, or in, or in Pennsylvania is cause of, because of like the insurance and you have to have an EMT and, and things like that, I think stop people from running, which I mean, I, I'm not going to argue about having insurance. Or not. Oh, that, yeah, I mean, I, I can't yeah. be mad.
0: I can't be mad that, that the state wants me to have a certain amount of insurance in case somebody gets hurt. That, that makes sense. Like, yeah, right? you know, it's- I, I, I want, I would want my, I would want my workers safe. And if God forbid something happens, I would want an EMT there to get them to the hospital so they can get taken care of as soon as possible. Like, those are all things that I would do, even if they didn't tell me to do. Um,
1: it's, just, it's just so expensive. It is It is a lot. Like
0: it, it, there's,
1: you know, you, you have. Ring rentals, production. It, being at the factory and seeing how it's run. It's, it's really, I would never think of all of this stuff. And there's so many moving parts to, to putting the show together. It's
0: oh, absolutely. I mean, especially, I mean, and if you're going to tele, let's say, not even televise, let's say just broadcast it, um, like on Facebook or for sale, for example, you would need at least one camera. But if you're going to really do it justice, you're going to have to do at least three cameras. Um, you'd have to use some type of uh, something affordable um, if you're a regular person, something like Switcher Studio, um, mm-hmm. where you can use like, you know, you can use multiple iPhones, which will actually get you a pretty good picture. You know, surprisingly, but you have your hard camera one place, and then you, they have two people on iPhones, is kind of giving your other the other shots. Um, you're gonna need someone to broadcast, so you can have somebody call the match, um, and if you're smart, you're gonna have someone in the booth next to them to give color. Uh, so there's not one monotonous voice going over and over and over. Um, you need a referee, you need a ring announcer and, uh, you're going to need people to help put, you know, put the ring, you know, to put the ring up, tear down, put chairs up. Um, it's just so much involved there. Um, if you're, you know, if you're selling programs, if you're selling merch, um, you have people at the tables doing that, um, it's just like it's there's there's so so much and then you have to uh encourage your workers to to promote the show uh because some yeah. workers you know some workers they they you know they're gonna they want to get paid come. uh but you gotta encourage people hey cut a promo for this for this show you know encourage people encourage your fan base to come to down come down to this show um you know I, I, every time someone say i hear someone say well i i don't fancy man doesn't know what he's doing i could run the company better than he could. I'm like, okay, well, do it. Like, I, I I agree. Vince McMahon makes some mistakes creatively, but don't tell me you can run a show better than Vince McMahon because there's a reason why Vince McMahon has been doing it for so long and has so much money because he can he can create a show unlike anybody else. That is
1: that is that is 100 the case. I could never. I mean, make, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a hell of a process. I don't know if I'd have it in me to run a whole show.
0: Like, anyway. you, like just, just, just booking alone, the responsibility of, of booking the show and making sure you're telling cohesive stories. And if it's, and if it's a, and if it's a one-off show, you've got to tell good cohesive stories very quickly in this one time, in this one show. And if you hope to run another show in a month or two months or six months, then you need to tell a good enough story that those people will kind of want to come back six months later, or four months later to see more. Like it is, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Speaking of booking, um, I want to close out here with you, Michael, um, a little, little fantasy draft. Here. Little little fantasy draft. Um already. And we're, we're gonna we're gonna for a little celebration, uh, being that it's May and it's uh, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, we are going to draft a stable main eventer, two mid Carters, tag team, and a manager is optional. And you just you're only going to draft Asian or Pacific Islander. Wrestlers,
1: already. Main so eventer, tag team, and two mid carders. Was it
0: correct? And a manager, if you want. All right. So, so think, think about oh, sorry,
1: it. Sorry, froze there for a second.
0: That's okay. um mm-hmm. So, you, you got that main eventer, two mid carters tag team, and a manager is optional. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. All right, so I'm gonna let you go first. Um, your uh, so we'll we'll do like a like like the draft. You draft first, I draft second. and We'll go from there. Okay. So I'm
1: right. first, what are we going with for its main event
0: or first? It's up to you. Just your your number one pick. So okay. it, it, just, this is like we're on Raw, and you know says so Stephanie McMahon comes out. You know you come out. Um, you know, for your for your brand with your number one pick, you choose.
1: I'm choosing Tetsuya Naito from New Pro Wrestling. Okay, Naito, big All Naito. Right. Fan. I I yeah. Okay, love love what he does i love and my favorite thing is when he comes out and they and the ring announcer is naito tetsuya okay uh, that's gonna be my guy i i
0: I dig that i dig that okay um wow see i wow that mess that changes my prediction a lot um i don't know i don't know who i'm gonna pick um because after you said The Rock was the go earlier, I could have swore you were going to pick The Rock. Um, but now, now, now The Rock is on the board, and I don't know what to do. you
1: like, change Yeah, now I don't know.
0: I don't know. Um, man. Because it's like, how do you not pick
1: The Rock? Oh, man full of surprises what
0: can i say yeah yeah (laughs) wow all right i am going to i have to i mean i I was thinking if you picked the rock i was gonna go roman reigns but i there's there's no way i can pick as much as i like roman i can't pick roman over the rock like there's just i can't you know Mm -hmm. this current run has been great but I, I can't, I, I need, I need a, a main adventure that can get it done in the ring, who can get it done on the microphone. Uh, and I mean, it's to rock. I I, I got to go with Rocky.
1: Who better than the goat? <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> I got to go Rocky. Okay. Your number two pick.
1: righty, I want to pick the tag team for this one. Okay. This This is easy. This is easy one. Gotta go with the Usos. Gotta go with the Usos
0: for the tag team. Ah, uh, he took my tag team, but that's okay.
1: <laughs>
0: that's okay. That's okay. I was I was thinking I was going to try to stick stick stay in the family, but actually I might be able to. Um, nah, you know what? I'm not staying in the family. Okay, my next. Hmm. Okay, so. I'm, I'm, I'm bumping him to mid card, even though he's not a mid Carter, but I'm bumping him to mid card only because I need, I need a voice box form. Um, uh, Rocky can talk a little bit for him and I might draft a manager to also speak for him as well. Um, yeah. I think I'm gonna go with the one, the only Kazuchika Akada, the Rainmaker.
1: Obvious choice. I, I was leaning, I was leaning on picking him as well, but I am more of a Naito fan, so I just throw him in there.
0: Hey, Naito's a great choice, man. Like yeah. I, he's a great choice. All uh, right, your number three pick.
1: All Um let's go with. Let's go with um don't know if I'm, this is if I'm able to use this pick. Well let's go with Oscar.
0: Okay. Akana-chan. Uh-huh. okay. You're killing me here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me. That's okay because she she was my um she was my number two um female pick um gotcha. I, 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 I mean granted of japanese women she is my favorite but uh my number three pick and as my second um uh, mid carter is uh someone who i will debate is the greatest female wrestler ever and that is Manami toyota All right, hell of a pick uh let's see now who am i picking now number four you've got uh, four. Uh, you've got uh naito usos and oscar
1: let's go with let's go with um uh, let's go with
0: tajiri yoshihiro tajiri that's a favorite of mine man wow that's a great pick I remember seeing Tajiri and ECW and, uh, him and super crazy were amazing. Those were some, oh man, those were some great matches they put on. Take, taking me back. I, for someone your age, the, uh, the knowledge of some of these older, older wrestlers from before your time, that's, that's dope. Cause Tajiri, man, that's, he's up there for me. Um, okay. Nine to Uso's Oscar and Tajiri. Oh man. Okay. Um, my fourth pick I need, well, I gotta, I gotta go tag team. Um, well, if I'm, if I'm going tag team, I, um, I'm I'm going back to the island boys. Um, I'm going with the gorillas of Death. I'm going with the gorillas. Oh, that's going with God, baby. Tamatonga and Tongaloa, G-O-D.
1: Great pick. Dang, I didn't even think about him. I mean, I guess go for you, Ed, then because <laughs> I might have
0: put him in. Well, I mean, it was it was between them or the Usos, and you snapped the Usos up first. Um, but you know, to me, T- Tama is the better wrestler out of the four of them. Um, but they're both great teams, you know, it's, but right now, I mean, I mean, Jim, you know, Jimmy and Jay are, are so high right now. They, you know, especially, especially Jay, he's, he's been, he's working so well these past two years during this, um, you know, tribal chief front, um, Big match. Jay's been doing it. Like it's it's. I'm so happy for them and their trajectory of their career. Like I, I I love it. All right. So you've got you've got your four. Um, I'm assuming Naito is your is your your That's champion. My guy. That's your guy. That's my guy. You Got your tag yep. team. You got your two meat cars. Are you going to draft a manager?
1: I'm I'm going to pass on the manager. I think. Oh. Think everyone I got. I'm gonna pass
0: on the manager. You pass on the manager? Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm gonna pass on the manager. Well, with Okada, I can't afford to pass on the manager because I need some I need someone that can that can uh and my in my my stable are, are gonna be heels. So I need someone that's going to rile up Japanese audiences and American audiences. So I'm going to draft as my manager the great. Sunny Ono. Okay. Got
1: a hell of a crew you got there. I like it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but you've got, you have a very well-balanced stable right there between Naito the Usos, Asuka, and Tajiri. That is, that would be, I would I would love to see that. Um, like you could you can make that happen like I would love to, right right now like I would love to see that that would be that would be an amazing stable to see in new Japan right now wow i yeah, i'm I'm a bit envious that that's not a, I'm, I'm a bit mad that's not a real thing.
1: <laughs> He's saying <laughs> hey like make it happen
0: like you come on vince work. make it make it happen, come on, come on call new Japan up. you've got some
1: forbidden doors.
0: Yeah, come on! Oh, open up these forbidden doors, man. Make it happen. Bring bring Naito in. Bring Tajiri back. You know, come on. I, I want to see it. Oh man! Wow. Those are good. Those are really good. Well, um, that is going to to end this episode of Breaking Ring Rust. I want to thank my guest Michael Z for taking the time to share with us his story and his passion and knowledge of the wrestling business. Again, you can check him out on social media. Michael Z Z E E, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter as well. Yes, sir. Twitter as well. And, uh, we will have links to Michael's uh, social media in the show notes for you. If you definitely want to check him out, support him. Buy a t-shirt, go to a show, definitely check this young man out uh, as he is growing his uh, and telling his wrestling story. Um, But as always, I'm your host, Rocky, Mr. Magic, and I want to thank you for listening. And I want you to remember that we at Nation could not make shows like this without you who continue to support us. So please rate and review the show on your podcasting app of choice. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and more. And if you can't find us, let us know at JeekNation at gmail.com or message us on Facebook at Geek Nation. And until next time, get yourself over, Marks.